0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 206. We're here on Thursday, August 6th, and before we jump into the show today, we have a very important message from the Trump campaign who we've partnered with. Obviously, you know we here at Triggered are in full support of the president's re-election, and we'll be working very hard for it over the next 89 days The Trump campaign has a special offer just for you. President Trump really wants to give you a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat. He wants to make sure the lucky winner is one of his top supporters, so be sure to enter soon because this is an opportunity you don't want to miss. This offer is only going to a select group of supporters, and you're one of them. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 TODAY for your chance to win a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat and own a piece of history. Again, that's triggered, T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D, to 88022 to enter to win this contest and join President Trump in the fight to keep America great for four more years. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. And all right, let's jump into the show today. So was this yesterday, the Yates hearing? Damn, this feels like an eon ago, but it was only 24 hours ago. Uh, former acting attorney general Sally Yates, the resistor in uh, chief. Yeah, nothing but a deep state hack. Yeah. But uh, she was up on Capitol Hill in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee to testify
1: well, by via satellite. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: It was by Zoom or <laughs> yeah, whatever by WebEx. Zoom. Or, yeah, yeah. But she, uh, <laughs> she had some a few interesting things to say. What I wasn't really thrilled with was the lack of like aggressiveness.
1: Yeah, the it Republicans
0: was, were not as aggressive I as mean, they need to be. Was, it
1: was it was it was rather boring. Listen, I get it. It's not like the House. It's you know the Senate. They like to pride themselves on being different from the House and being mm-hmm. more a civil structure. Except for in Kavanaugh. Yeah, except Kavanaugh, right? But you know, you know what I mean. Like they're like the, uh, you know, uh, how do you put it? Uh, they're the uppity uh, ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> House. The House is like the Gold Club, but the Senate, like you know, they're platinum members. They got to act a certain way, so it's more. Decorum, I guess, Mm -hmm. but there was like it was, you know We needed to skewer Yates and they're really besides Senator Kennedy and Maybe some jabs from Lindsey Graham. Well, I think there was was a reason I
0: think there was a reason for it So Uh my theory is that they didn't want to go uh, overtly partisan yet with Uh Durham still looming because she may be recalled yeah. Again, after all that information comes yeah. out later on, and I think that there's a lot of stuff that's like technically part of the investigation that they couldn't even bring into the situation. That's so true. okay. That's my take on Maybe. it. I mean, I agree that yeah. there should have been more. Yeah. But the the biggest thing that came out of it was, Yates basically threw Comey right under the bus. Oh yeah. Yeah. And let's let's take a listen to that.
2: Here's what I want to understand is a counterintelligence investigation that led to the interview. You didn't authorize the interview. As a matter of fact, you wanted to go to the White House and tell them about the problem, didn't you?
0: That's right. I, did. I thought that that was the more immediate issue.
2: And when you when, when you heard about the interview, you got upset, didn't you? I was upset that Director Comey didn't coordinate that with us and acted unilaterally. Yes, I was. Okay. Did Comey go rogue? You could use that term,
1: yes. So, I mean, at the same time, what she did, it's not saying much. No, I know. <laughs> I know. Well,
0: here's that. the thing. is She tries to act like it was all Comey. Oh, yeah.
1: And I'm like, what? You, you were, yeah, you were in that January 5th meeting where Obama gave the marching orders to basically take out Flynn. Right. And but, it's but, just like she didn't know also that Bruce Orr. Had contacts with the uh, right, with the you know, with Christopher Steele, the author of the Trump dossier. It's like, if you think about it, the whole DOJ was absolutely out of control under her under her watch. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I mean, It's just like this is not good, Sally. But it's
0: very interesting <laughs> that she used the term rogue. Yeah, I know that is very interesting. Yeah. Um, and we'll see we'll see what happens yeah. as this plays out. Senator Josh Hawley, who we love, uh, ripped into the DOJ and FBI. Because it seems like nobody knows anything, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's I know like, nothing. It's like mob tactics. Yeah, I, I know nothing. And, the you know, Sally Yates said that she would not have signed off on the FISA applications if she had known they didn't meet the required standards. I'm like, well, if you're signing your name, it's kind of your job to figure out if it meets the standards or not. Like, that's how things work when you're signing documents. yeah. But Hawley said that he says, quote, I seem to detect a pattern here. She testifies she had no idea what her deputy was doing as he facilitated contact between political party opposition research and the FBI. He goes on to say, nobody appears to know anything in this government. And yet somehow a federal court was deliberately and systematically misled so severely that they now say they can't trust anything the FBI did. If this does not call for a cleaning of house at DOJ and FBI,
1: I don't know what is. Oh, Senator Dianne Feinstein thought that was inflammatory. She was very, very upset with that remark. Mm -hmm. Very upset. And then Lindsey Graham's like, well, I don't think it's inflammatory at all.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and Ted Cruz uh, did a good grilling, too. He did a good job and stepped up his questions. Let's take a listen to the talk about the surveillance of the Trump campaign. Let's take a listen to that clip. Mm -hmm.
2: When did you first become aware that the
0: Obama administration was surveilling the Donald Trump campaign? The Obama
2: administration was not surveilling the Donald Trump campaign. So a FISA application is not surveillance?
0: What I found particularly interesting is she she, she says, she tries to make this like distinction here between the FISA application and spying. She said it, it, so Cruz says so a FISA application is not surveillance. And she said that no because Carter Page was no longer a member of the Trump campaign by that point. And I'm like okay, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that seems Wait a, minute. a, a it, bit semantic it, yeah, to me. Yeah,
1: and it also it, it, gl- it glosses over the whole crossfire hurricane yeah. aspect. Like hold yeah. on. There were there were okay, but but don't don't call the spying folks. Don't call the spying but the FBI had informants that were trying to glean information from Trump campaign officials based off false pretenses and relaying said information to their superiors. But don't call that spying. Yeah, don't call that spying at all. Yeah. And uh, Senator uh, John oh, Kennedy, who
0: is very entertaining, always very yeah. entertaining, just the way he talks is great, he straight up asked her, quote, "You despise Donald Trump, don't you?" And she was a little taken aback, but she said, yeah. "No, I don't. I don't despise anyone. But I, But she basically said she doesn't respect
1: the Trump presidency. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Oh, she well. she got a little testy there. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And you know, and this is partially listen, smart, good on her. Well, I don't know what I don't know what reason she gave for not appearing personally on the hill, but the fact that it was electronic. First, it, it it provides a filter to, to all the emotional aspect of this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the whole technical delays and stuff. It, you, you If she was on the Hill, she probably would have had a full-blown meltdown. Yeah. that. Yeah. So, I guess that's a good way for her to keep her, her shit in check. But mm-hmm. she definitely had a little meltdown. She was definitely pissed off about that question. She did not Well, like that she at didn't all. want to have to testify in the first place, oh, yeah. obviously. Well, yeah, well, tough shit.
0: But, uh, yeah, I mean, she did some terrible things. And she's one of the original deep staters and... I think a lot more is going to come out on that front, so stay tuned. Um, let's talk. keep it on the hill for a second here. We have the Phase 4 of the coronavirus relief and stimulus that's being uh, constantly debated up there. The GOP has made about 10 offers now, all of which have been denied promptly by the Democrats. Uh, however, there is some glimmers of hope that a deal is coming. Apparently, there's still huge differences remaining between the GOP plan and the, and the Democrats' plan. GOP wants something close to a trillion. Democrats want three trillion. Uh, like I said yeah. about a week and a half ago now, I think they'll come to the middle at about 2.2 trillion. But
1: we'll see what happens there. But there's going to be a lot of mud being thrown at both sides, you know. Well, you already see they're sides. trying to blame the Republicans. Oh, yeah. you know. And I'm like, this is values, not our fault. The values are different. You know, it's etc. et cetera. So, you know, it's, you know, that's, that's what Pelosi has been saying. I don't know. Well, Listen one of the largest sticking points is the bailouts. Yeah.
0: For um, Democrat run localities. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's a revenue gap because of coronavirus, but they're trying to get bailouts for pre existing
1: financial conditions. Yeah. So. And then saying, you know, when we raise objections, they, they try to throw the, well, with you objecting, that means food programs for, like, needy are going to be gutted and et cetera, et cetera, so it's just...
0: Oh, yeah, but de Blasio's yeah. like, if we don't get the bailout, I'm going to have to lay off, like, a like, hundred like, city workers, yeah, and I'm it's like, like, okay. Okay, okay, fine. <laughs> great, fine, <laughs> great, they're worthless anyway. Although, although they'll probably be cops because he's a fucking piece yeah, of shit, I but... Uh, I don't know. I it's uh, something needs to be done here to keep the economy, yeah. you know, running yeah. because there's clearly still a major gap. <laughs> no. But the unemployment stuff,
1: you know, you can't keep that going forever. No. But we and, and that was bullshit. We could have extended that. Well, we offered a clean yeah. extension. Yeah, they didn't. Want we it. also
0: offered clean extensions yeah. of eviction moratoriums yeah. and stuff like that. We're
1: being flexible. Republicans are being very flexible. It's the Democrats who're not. <laughs> In fact, I believe we ha- we still have monies. That were allocated in the spring in the first round of these relief packages that have yet to be allocated. They haven't yes. even been spent yet. Yep. So let's let's let's. I mean, yes. Let's pump the brakes, but we all a little bit. But we all know. You know how Trump talks about the Supreme Court and the member yeah. of the injunctions. Here's what's going to happen because folks, you all know this. Republicans, Senate Republicans, going to propose something. House Democrats going to delay. Then the Senate Democrats going to delay. Then they're going to come to the middle on something, and then they're going to pass it. And then the what's passed will be like. 85 to 90% of what was originally proposed by Senate Republicans in the first place. Yeah. So, it's, it's you know, it's going to be showbiz, which is horrible because families are, like, going to, like, basically be evicted over this. Well,
0: really. I actually heard People are that Trump hurting. is going to extend the uh, eviction moratorium unilaterally through okay. executive order, which well, good. apparently he
1: can do. Yeah. Um. That's good. But I'm just saying, you know, Yeah. these silly games here. Yep, whatever. yep. You don't know who to blame, but. Oh, I know. You know. They'll I know. They'll, I mean, get, they'll, just, they'll, they'll skate by like Slick Willie. It's the same song and dance as. Island. Island.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> it's the same song and dance as the first, second, and third phases of the stimulus. So, yeah. you know. Let's talk about the election. So, lots of election news going on here. It's all kind of the same news, which is interesting, but, you know, different developments and angles coming out every day except for this new one this morning um normally i'd put this in the gaff of the day but we already have a couple gaffes down there so let's talk about this now joe biden again this morning suggested that the african-american community is monolithic and has no diversity of thought or any sort of diversity at all within african-american community Uh, let's take a listen to this clip
2: yes and by the way what you all know but most people don't know Unlike the African-American community with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly different attitudes about different things. Oh, my. Yeah,
1: I know. (laughs) He's a – this guy's a train wreck. He's he's got – he's got scripts in front of him.
0: This is his behavior now? (laughs) Imagine. That's why they're so afraid of the debates. They are so afraid of the debates. I see nothing but enthusiasm on the Republican side for the debates and dread yeah. on the left for yeah. these. They're just trying they to gotta find a way it. to get they it. They gotta
1: have it. And you know, what? I mean, right now, I don't think there's a single racial or ethnic group that Joe Biden hasn't insulted. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the Jews. But you know that they're probably gonna get skewered on the debate stage or something. <laughs> I mean They're just they're they're bound to be attacked by, by Joe Biden or say something you know, something.
0: Well, the left is extremely anti Semitic.
1: We well, know yeah, that. Yeah. But it, it's very... I mean, like... I don't
0: know. This guy...
1: Call, just, yeah, I mean... Th- th- what has happened over the past 36 to 48 hours with this guy would have been disqualifying for most people. Yeah, well, it's just, <laughs> honestly, it's. Uh, I mean... For <laughs> me, it's like there, he's not going to be disqualified because it's obviously... I mean, but, obviously, but I'm just saying. In a, in a... Going by their rules, which they don't like to play by, when their side gets in trouble, it's
0: disqualifying. It's just scary that a guy who clearly has dementia can... Be you know come within one, one heartbeat of the presidency. Yeah, from his basement hiding,
1: right yeah. like, Biden.
0: Even the New York Post put hiding Biden on their front page yesterday. Yeah. So I, that's the angle for me is that how did this guy get this close? Yeah. Already right. Yeah. And still very well could win, which is the scarier part. But, ah. Uh, I don't know. This guy has some problems. He has some clear problems. And he's
1: gonna pick a he's gonna pick a total crazy person for his for his running mate.
0: Well, yeah. So let's talk about the I VP mean, right? decision. I mean, so, I mean I- supposedly the VP selection has boiled down to two choices: Senator Kamala Harris and uh, former Obama administration official Susan Rice. Oh,
1: we're, not, we're not. He's not going bass fishing.
0: No. Damn. She was. She. Was, I don't even think she was in the top. No, she probably wasn't. Before, top, but, but she was interesting. But <laughs> once all this shit came out
1: this oh, week. Yeah, about the cast. Yeah. Which, oh, my God. There was
0: a funny Ben Shapiro tweet that was like uh, Susan Rice out here unmasking Karen Bass like she's Michael Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I think. I really think it's going to be Kamala Harris, as which I've held now for about a week and a half because. Susan Rice is too much of a wild card. There's too much unknown there. You have the, the whole uh, Russia-Durham investigation still hanging out there like a big, you know, yeah. I don't even know, fly in the ointment, I guess you could say. <laughs> but also, Susan Rice is universally hated among the GOP base. Yes. So you really risk – Yeah, energizing the GOP base with your VP pick, which is not something that you want to do. Yeah, Um, I mean, is that your how you feel about the situation? Yeah, I
1: mean, and also like, I mean, does anyone get excited about Rice? If you're like a, if you're if you're a Democrat, oh, I actually think. Dare I say, I don't think a lot of Democrats know who Susan Rice is. Uh, or I or, would disagree with or that. they or they might have forgotten. I don't know. It's not like you know, I a, a national security advisor. You know, bring well because we have because we've exposed her bad behavior. But I'm just saying
0: overall. Well, I actually think that she's far far more qualified to be vice president than Kamala Harris.
1: Pro- oh, absolutely. Um, no, no, no. At, on that, and yes, would, yes, yeah. On so, that front, absolutely. But I think that
0: all the other stuff outweighs that. Yeah. And the potential liability there for having your VP pick, be like, shredded. Yeah. You know, if the Durham stuff comes out before the election, that's 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 too much of a potential downside, right? Yeah. It it completely washes the upside of her being the far more qualified person. Yeah. I mean, Kamala Harris. You know, she's a cop. Yeah. So I also think that that's going to play a
1: role here, and she's very ambitious. Yeah. She she's uh what's your name from House of Cards the wife Claire Underwood Claire. Yeah she's Claire Underwood she's you know she's so Oh yeah she's totally going to oh, if they win
0: she would totally invoke the 25th yeah. amendment faster than you could say and,
1: and get rid of him so. And I I don't know it's it's interesting I don't think that It'll definitely energize our side I don't think it'll do anything for their side in terms of enthusiasm
0: Right I don't think there's going to be any bump there Yeah um I also you and know now m- that we he find out
1: himself in I mean like was Susan Rice really like at the top of his list like in anything well, I can tell you before if, he decided to say, "I need to pick a black woman."
0: If he really wanted an electoral advantage, he would have yeah. picked Amy Klobuchar.
1: I agree. Oh, I absolutely agree. Because, Amy and Amy Klobuchar is also an excellent debater, folks. I, I mean, that, yes, yeah. that's, that's one thing that's that that was underreported because she never really broke out of the the you know the middle of the pack, but. That's, we that's why she kept. The, that's why she stayed alive for all like as long as she did. She was a good debater. We would have
0: shredded her for having a staffer dry shave her legs in the back of a yeah. car and also and eating uh,
1: uh, salad with a comb. Botching the, uh, botching that the case. She she put away a black an innocent black man. Yeah, for, yeah, you know, and also had
0: stuff to do with Derek Chauvin. The, yeah. uh, yep. The George Floyd. Yep. uh Cop. Yeah. But I really think that she would have helped carry. Yeah at least insured yeah. Wisconsin and potentially Michigan and Pennsylvania. Yeah. So I I don't know. I I think by having boxing himself in yeah. here, he's hurt himself a lot. Yeah, and
1: and he's trying to like I mean, this is a this is a very discount Obama ticket right here. Mhm. Honestly, like I I think they're kind of overplaying this aspect that somehow the Obama coalition is coming back together. The band's not coming back together, folks.
0: Right. Well, it's they're not, they're
1: replaying the, the, twenty sixteen. Yeah, the band the is not thing. coming back together. Though the Obama coalition can only circle, be be coalesced around Obama. He can't run again. And you know, right, they Hillary, thought yeah. they, they thought that they, they would come Hillary out and vote it. for Hillary. Yeah, they thought and Hillary would do work. it. That didn't yeah. work. So just because you have an Obama official or or former you know Obama VP running doesn't mean that the 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 base is going to coalesce around that. I think it's yeah. not. I mean, it, it's just not.
0: We also also have the Trump campaign officially requesting another debate with the presidential commission. Uh, Earlier, right? An earlier debate because 16 states will have already begun voting prior to the first debate. For example, North Carolina voters actually begin the ability to cast their votes on September 4th. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Interesting tactic to ask for it. We'll see what happens there. But I don't think there's any way – that they agree to more debates than is already on the schedule. Yeah. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if Biden pushes to limit it to one debate. Um,
1: I don't know if that's such a good idea for Biden. Yeah. Just say, Jimmy Carter only wanted one debate with Ronald Reagan, and it was an absolute catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Insane. <laughs> in the in the laughable strategy of the day here for uh
0: for a senator, Doug Jones has now attacked Trump in a state that the president carried by 28 points. So that God. seems really smart to do. I mean, he has no
1: chance I mean, of winning. Yeah, so. I mean, that, that was a fluke. I mean, when you have a horrible GOP candidate, the you know, uh, what's his name? Roy, Roy Moore. Moore yeah. When you have someone like him, I mean, the fucking Libertarian could have probably
2: won. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, Mitch McConnell is now also hammering his opponent, Amy McGrath, who also has no chance to unseat Mitch. Yeah. Uh, because... She said that everything that's going
1: on in Portland is peaceful protesting. Oh my god! So that's really good. Um, she's also pretty battered and bruised. That was a that was a primary that should not have been that hard for her. Well, she outspent the pro- guy like what yeah. twenty nine to one, and it, it was yeah. it, and it took a couple days for it to be decided. It was a close primary. Yeah, very and close. It was very bloody. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, they, they left the the left insurgency almost almost clipped her, and she's just she's just bad. And then there's been serial fuck ups like that. It's just it's just not good. I believe Mitch so, is almost ahead of her by like 20 points, I heard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, Something that hasn't
0: actually been talked about as much as I think it should be is how many radical leftists have successfully
1: primary challenged— Oh, uh, Missouri, William Lacey Clay. Ten-term yeah. uh, yeah. incumbent has been ousted by a far-left insurgent and—I forget her name— yeah, sorry. but yeah. also in in, in um, New York, the state that state legislature is going to be something out of Havana. Yeah uh, they have like eight they have several socialists who have taken out state lawmakers in these primaries here. Well, I'm and, talking and, more about oh, Congress. Just, oh, I'm sorry.
0: I mean I don't really give a shit what happens in New well, York. Well, I'm – yeah, but I'm just saying. No, that's, I know. Uh, I mean it's, it's
1: – I mean what happens New York's at the state legislature, level is going to leach into the congressional Yeah, New York's sure.
0: legislature is going to be like California now. Yeah, it is. Even more liberal, which is – But they – in in the congressional races, you're yeah. seeing – you're seeing Ilhan Omar get challenged from the left. Yeah, which is – And in or, – or maybe it's not challenged from the left. I forget. You're maybe seeing that go back towards centrist, but yeah. I know that the paper there in Minneapolis yeah. endorsed her opponent, yeah. so that's interesting. Uh, Elliot Engel in New York got clipped. Well, that was because of the uh, scandal.
1: Yeah, the scandal, and also, but that, but that, that he that, wouldn't have lost. But if that there whole was no district scandal.
0: though has changed, though. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, but I'm I don't. I don't hard. think he would have lost without the scandal. Oh,
1: thank you. Um, that, that was a hot mic moment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he basically was like, "I wouldn't be here." Surveying the, 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 the mob destruction in New York City, if it wasn't being yeah. a
0: <laughs> yeah. And last but not least, yeah. here we have reports now that the uh, Trump ground game is crushing, crushing Joe Biden.
1: Oh, nice. Um,
0: the, they have essentially refused to send field staff and volunteers to campaign door to door which, as we all know, is the essential ground game that wins and loses elections. Yeah, you still got
1: to do that, man.
0: Last week, the Trump campaign knocked on a million doors. You know what Oh! The, you know what the Biden total was? 150,000? Zero. Zero? Yeah. Wow, not even one door. What are they? Okay. Yep. I, know, I don't know. You know, they're going to a full digital strategy, uh, phone calls, texts. And while that may be effective... I really think that the ground game could play a huge role in yeah. getting
1: out the vote. Yeah. So that's very interesting. And it's a, when, when yeah, you have to have that in-person, you know, contact with voters. I mean, I, I went up there, and you know, a long time ago to help Bob Turner when Bob Turner was running for um, Anthony Wiener's seat when he mm-hmm. resigned over Wienergate. Carlos Danger. Carlos Danger. Me and a couple others from the PA GOP, we helped out. We knocked on like some ten, fifteen thousand doors within like a four-day period or something like that. It Bob, makes a huge difference Bob Turner won. Oh, it absolutely makes won. a huge difference. So, so
0: I find it um, really interesting that they're just yeah. abandoning that strategy from the start. Yeah. Um, but the easy way some for you to elections
1: that will never change. So yeah. Yeah.
0: So. The easy way for you to help President Trump's campaign is to sign up for the text list and the Trump campaign has a special offer just for you. President Trump really wants to give you a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat. He wants to make sure the lucky winner is one of his top supporters, so be sure to enter soon because this is an opportunity you don't want to miss. This offer is only going to a select group of supporters, and you're one of them. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 TODAY for your chance to win a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat and own a piece of history. Again, that's triggered, T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D, to 88022, to enter to win this contest and join President Trump in the fight to keep America great for four more years. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. And so let's talk about some new polls, because we were talking about how these polls have severely tightened up, and they have. Yeah. the The new Rasmussen poll is now Biden plus three. Yeah. Which let's not forget, the Rasmussen poll on election day in twenty sixteen was, the, 2016 was, was right Hillary poll? plus two, yeah. and that was the exact right call. Yeah. If Trump only loses the national popular vote by
1: three points, we he will win the election. Yeah. And it's also let's not forget. I mean, I love how like you know the past you know like mid July everyone was talking about you know Biden's up by this that and the other you know x x amount percentage. People are now starting paying attention. Oh yeah, and they're gonna pay more attention after Labor Day. And let me tell you, when you have a guy that says that about you know blacks and Asians and basically looks like his mind is applesauce. Yep. And hiding.
0: Even the hill. It's
1: gonna tighten even more. The
0: liberal hill poll only has Biden up by three. Oh well, that's a win. Oh yeah, I mean that's tied right there.
1: Yeah. Honestly,
0: you know this is obviously all pre-debate, which a debate will throw the race on its head. Yeah. But. Another another aspect of the polling that came out just yesterday says most U.S. likely voters, and that's important, see violent, peaceful protests as primarily criminal in nature. Sixty seven percent of the likely voters in this country rate police performance as good or excellent. Sixty one percent believe violent crime will skyrocket in areas that defund the police and even among younger voters. Almost fifty percent think that the mob violence taking place is primarily criminal. That's gonna play a huge role. Yeah. Again, that though those are people that in general are gonna remain silent. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not gonna outwardly post on social media. No. They're not gonna tell people they're gonna vote Trump. No. But they're gonna go in there. Yeah. They're gonna vote Trump. Yeah. And the real clear politics average of polls went from Biden plus ten point two points to mm-hmm. In the beginning of July. Okay. To now Biden plus six point four as of today. And keep in, in mind one month it's yep. dropped almost five it's dropped five points. And keep in mind wow. on this exact day yep. in two thousand sixteen, I went back and looked this up. Yep. It was Hillary plus six point three. Yeah. So I, you if you yeah. look at the if you look at the chart, it's converging and the yeah. the lead has dropped off a cliff. Yeah. And that's for two reasons. One, the race is naturally tightening now. But two, they've changed how they're doing the polls because they realized they didn't want to be responsible for another, oh, Biden's got 93% chance to win and then fails miserably. Yeah.
1: I mean, so, de- democratic, ter- I mean democratic enthusiasm is already in the shitter. You don't want to, you know, basically give these people false. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, why vote if Biden's gonna win? I think they're, I think yeah. they're overconfident. Oh, good. Yeah. Look at it. Look at that. And sorry, folks. oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking at you. It see right the now. cliff? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. the The momentum yeah. is clearly you on just, Trump's it just, side. It just tickles me, like. Honestly, like, do people really think we could actually read the tea leaves in the beginning of July when people really aren't paying attention? When the when par- when voters are, are tearing their hair out because their kids have been stuck with them inside their houses since March. Mm-hmm. I, sorry, I don't put any any stock in that type of in, you know prognostication. Oh yeah, and after Labor Day is when I start paying attention.
0: the o- The other thing is that you have a, a concerted effort. To reimagine the Trump campaign right now. Yeah. So you have obviously the big change with Bill Stepien becoming a campaign manager, which at the time, remember we said, is the Kellyanne move of twenty twenty. Yeah. And so far it has proven to be mm-hmm. the campaign since he took over has been tighter. They pulled down their ads. They reevaluated the entire strategy. Yeah. And since that happened, look at the race tightening. Yep. Right? Yep. They have hundreds of millions of dollars that they're going to be dumping into ads post-Labor Day, and you have also, last month, $165 million raised. We have now crossed the billion-dollar mark for the cycle. That's good. And... The GOP has over $300 million cash on hand. Yeah. They don't say exactly how much, which I find interesting. They don't want Biden to know. Yeah. However— I think it's probably a lot more than that. However, Biden has caught up on the cash on hand, which is slightly concerning. But that's because— Well, they call them the favors. So they're the hedge funds and all the Hollywood folks. Yep. They did that. the party of the rich. But they also have been burning less because they're not they're they're holding that money to spend after I mean, labor day. They're not
1: knocking on doors or right. organizing that shit. You can keep that all in the bank. That's smart though, but whatever. No, the
0: GOP field staff is 5 times larger. Yeah. than Biden's. Yeah. That's what's going to get the votes done. Yeah. You know? So I I think that that's a huge huge discrepancy there and it shows in the enthusiasm gap. So, you know, I hear a lot of people saying, "Oh, Trump's going to lose. Trump's going to lose." I don't think so really don't think so. Yeah.
1: Let's talk- 86 days away, we still got the debates. 89 days away. I mean, sorry, excuse me. 89 days, we still got the debates. I'm <laughs> telling you, the debate, Some a nuke an ICBM is going to hit Biden. The debate's the whole race, Yeah. for sure. The debate's the gonna whole race. It's going to hit Biden and it's not going to get better. I, Obama had political skill. You know, mm-hmm. he had a horrible first debate, but he was able to turn around in the second and third debates because mm-hmm. Romney couldn't go for the juggler because he was a worthless, worthless piece of shit. Yeah. So, Biden is not going to be able to do that. He's but not. He, and, he, and he has no proven track record of being able to do that. It's also, it's
0: also, you don't know what surprises are going to come, right? Yeah. You could have, uh, <laughs> you could have a, a
1: vaccine by like mid-October. Right.
0: <laughs> you could have the vaccine, a lot of yep. changes on the coronavirus front. Yep. You know, RBG is an uncertain yep. Yep. aspect of this, yep. right? If you throw open a Supreme Court seat, yep. that changes things a whole lot. Oh, they must have heard the dog. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> you also have the the angle here where Biden is trying to do more. Yeah. But making himself look worse. Yeah. Because they they can't they can't speak out of both sides of their mouths no. right now. You have the pressure of, well, he's hiding in the basement, so they're trying to do more. Yeah. But they want to hide him in the basement because when he does more he fucks up. Yep. So And you also have the the economic recovery. I think we're gonna have another good jobs report. Well the job the weekly right? job claim numbers Dropped are down, down. significantly. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think we're gonna have another yeah. good jobs report. We're on a V-shaped trajectory here, folks. And with that, if we have a vaccine I know I know I know Trump today said, you know, we might have a vaccine around election day. But that's <laughs> you and know that's, we have that, it just it, it just adds to his narrative of look, we, we got struck by this Chinese plague. Now we, we I'm leading this recovery, we got a vaccine now. Trust me, and I'll get the job done. You can't trust this guy who's been in the basement hiding away. Yep, and you bring up you know? a good point, the China
0: aspect. Yes. Still in the pocket. Yep. Still in the pocket. Let's talk about the Senate here real They're quick. keeping their powder dry on that one, I feel. Yeah, the Senate concerns me. I think that we have a lot of uh, weak-ish candidates. Yeah. We have a national uh, Senate apparatus which has been kind of coasting and sitting back. Which concerns me greatly, the NRSC, and uh, you have you know Mitch McConnell obviously doing everything he can to raise money for these people. Yeah, cocaine Mitch can only do so much, right? Yeah, he's only one man. But let's I, look, yeah.
1: let's look at some of these races. Yeah. we're so, looking at the RCP map. Oh, yeah, sorry, so, to the video, but this is not terrible. This is not a di- absolutely disaster. I was expecting a little bit worse. This is not apocalyptic here. All right, all right. Well, let's look at the map, right? You okay. Okay. Yeah, you have the two
0: the two Georgia Senate seats. We have a rare case where we have two Senate races in one state at the same time.
1: Yeah,
0: one is to one is the normal race, and one is to replace the seat of the retired uh, uh, Johnny Isaacson. Right. Yeah. 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 The one race is uh, David Perdue, the sitting senator, versus John Ossoff. You'll remember that piece of shit yeah. from a while back. I think that that's safe.
1: Oh, John Ossoff is not going to beat exactly, Perdue. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So stop it. Kelly I, – I think the – so that's a jungle primary, the one that Kelly Wolfwar is running yeah. against Doug Collins in. Yeah. Um, and I actually think you might have a case
1: where it's Collins, where it's Woffler. both yeah.
0: Republicans advancing to the runoff yeah. because the Democrat side is even more splintered. They have like yeah. three candidates running. Yeah. Now, you may see some consolidation there before the race if they were
1: smart – don't encourage that I don't, because yeah, it would hurt us. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, remember, everybody has an ego in these races. Yeah. So you know, no, you know, no one wants to be the adult that says, you know what, I'm gonna step away and and let the bit, you know, consolidate. Let's jump up to Maine. Okay? I don't I think Collins is safe. Okay. I uh, think Collins is going. I'll be, mark it off yeah. as Republican. I think that. she she she's not going to get like the 65 percent of the vote that she usually gets over the She might eat stuff, it out, yeah. but she'll get like fifty three. Mm-hmm. She will get a majority, I think. Yeah. It's Susan Collins. She's an institution up there. Yeah. And you know how much money she has brought to that state? But you know what she did? The amount of of of, I mean she's she's been a good senator. Here's the thing she's annoyed me with some of her votes. Here's what she did. She pissed off everybody. She Uh,
0: she's pissed off the left because she's, you know, somewhat of a Republican. And she's pissed off the right because she's not Republican enough. When you yeah. find yourself in a politically homeless situation like that, yeah. that's what concerns me. Now I think that because it's a presidential year, yeah, that makes it maybe tilt towards her a little bit. Yeah. but Maine's not going to vote Republican. Yeah, right. So they're gonna have to, you're gonna have to cross over to yeah. get her across the finish line. Yeah. we'll see what happens.
1: But there. remember, it's also it's also Maine. You yeah, know, they, the Republicans there may be mad at her. But they're not going to vote Democrat. Yeah, I agree. Um, and also, it's just you know they they rally they they know her they they rally around their you know it's just yeah. it's like I mean that's why Angus King they I mean they like Angus King so therefore they elected him governor twice and he's now at the Senate. Yeah. So All right, enough about Maine. I don't also, like Maine okay. anymore. Anyway. <laughs> um, moving it's along a weird the state. rest, the rest of the no, uh,
0: like the uh, New England states, New Hampshire. Uh, this is real. Cool politics has it as lean. I don't think we have a chance. That's there. always a
1: tease. Um, New Hampshire's
0: a, a a trap. I mean, who's who's even running in that race? I don't even know
1: who's running in that. I know. Race. I, I, I know we Let came. Say, close. I know tr- in terms of the national election, Trump came close to winning it. I think she he was only like about four. New Hampshire
0: health. is oh Shaheen. Oh Shaheen. Shaheen. That's interesting though. They have it as lean, lean dem. Yeah. That could go back into the toss up because there's a significant uh, Trump supporting uh, wing there, mm-hmm. and it's the governor's race this year. Yes. So and the governor up there, Sununu, yeah, obviously yeah, Sununu's son yep. is uh, he's doing well. He's doing well. Yeah, yeah. He'll probably get reelected. It's it's every two years over there. Massachusetts, by the way. Rhode Island is fucked. New Jersey is fucked. Delaware is fucked. Let's talk about Virginia real quick. So Mark Warner, who almost lost last time, yeah. is rated as likely Democrat here. I can see a case where he gets a run for his money, but if, and if it was a non-presidential year, I think we'd have beatable. a really good chance of beating him. It's beatable, yeah. But because winnable. it's presidential and Joe Biden stands to run a significant margin here in Virginia especially because Nova. of northern Virginia, yep, yeah. especially Nova. Uh, I think that's unwinnable. Yeah. The big one on the East Coast, North Carolina— Senator Tom Tillis, Um, that's a very tough one. I think this goes, even though Tillis runs consistently two to three points behind the president in polling there, Mm -hmm. I think that if Trump wins North Carolina, Tillis will hold his
1: seat and he'll drag him across the finish line. Do you agree with that? that's one possibility the other possibility is you know north carolina is your classic swing state it's usually it's it's pretty evenly split 50-50 democratic republican in terms of administration it, the the those races break very late like 2 weeks yeah. late uh research triangle is going to be a little more animated than than during the the 14 midterms it's a presidential year mm-hmm. i think um obviously worst case scenario is Tillis loses in a landslide but i think it, this could go to a recount yeah, that's interesting. This could this could go to a recount. It could be very tight. All right. So how do you want me to rate it? Uh, this is keeping the toss up column. Toss up. Okay. Yeah. I, I, was gonna... I, I, I mean, it's it's of course I like to say solid red. You know. Okay. okay. <laughs> of course I would say so, but it's North Carolina is a, it's a tough state. All right, Alabama. We've already talked
0: about everything else in the South is safe. Uh, Out people, west, though, we got problems. People say that Cornyn is in trouble. Don't agree with that whatsoever. What? Who's, yeah. been, who's saying no. that? That's the same people that say that Joe Biden pe- has a 95% chance. Is that chance public
1: away. policy polling? Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, my um, God. Okay, let's talk about Michigan because this is an interesting race up yeah. here. You have John James, who is a uh, – I think really a rising star in the Republican Party. It's a shame he's, he hasn't won yet. He's a
1: good candidate. Yeah. Uh,
0: against Gary Peters, who not many people know. I think— Including Democrats in Michigan, by and, the way. Yeah, the polls have Peters up significantly. I don't think that's the case. It's the same thing with the Michigan polls showing Biden with the lead. Yeah. That's one where I think that we could take it back. However, for the purposes of our rating here, I'm going to yeah. keep it as lean Democrat yeah. because
1: of the incumbent status. Yeah. Um, and also because f- people don't – they don't like they, – they're indifferent about Gary Peters. some His name ID is terrible. But yeah. like somehow he always fucking wins. But, and it's just ridiculous. But for an incumbent like him to be below 50 percent consistently yeah. in the polls is yeah. and, dangerous. And we have a better candidate running against him this year.
0: Yeah. Usually the undecideds go against
1: the incumbent. Yeah. So, so let's – um, John James really is actually one of the best people we've run in that state
0: Minnesota's in a not going anywhere. No. no, no. Um that's Smith. I don't even know who that is. Yeah.
1: I heard – Iowa.
0: Her, I heard Ernst might be – this could be a bloodbath. I don't think so. I really don't think – because Based Trump on is, the initial polling though. but Trump – yeah. Initial polling? Yeah. Trump's not going to lose Iowa. Yeah. OK? I just yeah. really don't think that's the case. I'm putting that in the lean
1: Republican Good, column. good. I'm OK. Just, but I'll just play devil's advocate here. I didn't think that we would lose Iowa in 08. <laughs> well, and yeah, we lost it. <laughs> but that's see. But that's the uh, that's the
0: Illinois bleed over there yeah, for that's Obama. True. Yeah, it's true, right? And um, people
1: were tired of Bush, and you know, and
0: things have changed now as far yeah. as the paradigm in this country. That's true. Okay, so the everything else down the spine of the country good and safe in right. Kansas. Uh, even though I like Chris Kobach, he lost, which is a good thing for saving the seat.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I like his positions and policy. Yeah. And the guy
1: who won is not is not terrible.
0: No, he's not terrible. But I agree with but you. But I, I, I like just Chris. But yeah, doesn't, like no. doesn't know how to win elections. Doesn't know how to win elections. We he, can't have that. We can't be to, spending money in Kansas. Yeah,
1: we okay? can't do that. Yeah. He needs uh, to, in the future, just kind of taper, like know when to kind of yeah, settle yeah. down. A, you know what i People trying to say? like that don't work that yeah, way. Yeah, they don't. don't. Um.
0: Okay. Wish him the best. Real be clear fine. politics has Colorado as a lean Democrat. I, however, tend Corey to disagree for a few reasons. Well, the, the state one, GOP
1: has been a circular firing squad there for a long the
0: time. The state GOP does suck there. Yeah. However, Cory Garner is consistently one of the most moderate votes in the Senate. Yeah. And they hamstrung themselves by picking John Hickenlooper. Oh, who Ethics. Who has massive yeah. ethics yeah. violations against yeah. him. Um, it's like
1: every week we hear a new development from that. From like it's, an, it's another ethics thing. Yeah. Like this guy, like what in the fuck I'll is keep, going on? Over I'll there? keep that as uh, – I'm going to keep it as lean
0: Democrat. Yeah. But again, I see a case where we could easily flip the scale there, yeah. right? OK. It would be like a 52-48 win for Garner though. It will still be kind of tight. It would be very tight. Yeah. Very, very tight. Yeah. Arizona. This is a problem. Martha McSally is consistently one of the worst campaigners in the history of campaigners. Yeah. I like her. I think she's oh, yeah. uh, a good, you know, a good senator. Yeah. But I think she's going to have real trouble, and the oh, uh, the guy running against her, Mark Kelly, who's the wife of Gabby Giffords – or not the wife, <laughs> basically the wife of Gabby yeah, Giffords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but He is the husband of Gabby Giffords. <laughs> <This little> um, <laughs> who has major ties to China, and yeah. no one seems to want to talk about that. Yeah. Maybe the NRSC could actually do something, and that'd be yeah. nice. Do something. Um. That's a loss. I think that's a loss. Uh, but again, yeah. again, very close. Yeah. And reliant on the presidential vote. Yeah. All the here's the interesting thing about this Senate map. All of the seats which are really close are in the presidential toss-up states. Yeah. So, yeah. whatever way the presidential election goes, I think is going to dictate the way the Senate yeah. goes. Now I'm gonna. Put that one to lean them because yeah. I think that uh, there's some other yeah. lying issues. There. there could be a chance of an
1: upset, though. Could be a chance. Although right? she, she, she I, is that she has she reshuffled any, a, a, no, anything? No, that's like, the other yeah, problem. Yeah, she rehired the same losers who ran her first failed campaign. Yeah, yeah, Okay, like come on.
0: Moving on. Yeah. But the goal of this exercise here is to sh- is to look at the map under what I call the disaster scenario. Yeah. Okay. Like what can reasonably viewed as the worst case. Yeah. They have Montana as a toss up. I don't think that's the case. People like Steve Bullock there, but they also like Danes. Yeah. I don't see a way we lose that, but who knows because yeah. we lost to that piece of shit John Tester. Yeah. However, off year. Yeah. And it was a blue wave year, right? That was, was 2018. 06. No, it was 2018. Oh, oh we, we, we clipped
1: Tester. Sorry. What? Tester's still a senator, isn't he? Okay. Yeah, he won. He's, oh, he won. Yeah, he, oh, he keeps winning. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We no, thought, no, no. I, I'm Sorry, folks. I, I, no, no, that, we thought we I were going to take him out. I thought you were referring to the 06 midterm when he won. That was a close He He, he won a close race in that that year. Yeah, he but defeated, that was also a very anti-Bush year. He defeated so. the
0: Republican incumbent. Yeah. But, Harlan. yeah, we thought we were going to be able to take him out yeah. in 2018.
1: He keeps on surviving. Yeah. So, was that a special election that year? No, that was a midterm election. Oh, Wait.
0: For, no, 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 go, go, go. Go, go. to the
1: go to Go to the elections here.
0: Yeah, 2018. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's because Matt Rosendale sucked. Terrible yeah, candidate. not good. Anyway.
1: And also, Tester is like pro-gun. Yeah, that, that, well, that, but that, he, he thinks it. That he provides a firewall he for, for those folks. We all know for those, I know, but it provides okay. a firewall for those folks out there. Anyway, um, or what, are you, what are you thinking on that? For Montana? Yeah. I, I, I think I think we keep that. Okay. That would give us control. I mean, Danes is not That would he, allow us he's to, not he's not one to like have like gaffes on the campaign trail for from what I could tell, right? That would I allow, mean, allow us anything. to
0: keep control at fifty one forty nine. Yeah. But very, he, very close. But
1: even if it was fifty with uh, Mike Pence, we still have the majority.
0: Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's the other thing. Yeah. But but I think I, I think it's very tied together, yeah, and mean, it's interesting yeah. because normally you could have a little bit of a separation there. Yeah. I still think it's that if we win the presidential, we keep control with at least 51 seats, if not more. Yeah. I think you can carry a few of these people, drag them across the finish line, yeah. especially someone like Tom Tillis. Uh, maybe Martha McSally if yeah. Arizona goes yeah. red, Corey Gardner, if Trump can keep it close in Colorado, oh you God. also have the Hickenlooper yeah. shit going on. So it's interesting, I'm right? just thinking
1: about McSally, man, when we talk about that shit. I mean, that, I mean, talk about like a, you know, Jurassic Park, hold on to your butts. Yeah. Like if that happens, that'll be like a margin of like thousands. Yeah. You thousands also, of, that'll be, that'll be nuts. You
0: also have New Hampshire and Michigan, which are going to be close, right? Yeah. Okay. That was our Senate exercise for the day. Yeah. Hopefully that was enlightening to some of you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's zoom through the police stuff here. So oh, God. we had Maisie Hirono, who sucks, Senate Democrat Maisie Hirono. She was invited to denounce Antifa, refused, and left the Senate uh, judiciary hearing on violence in
1: the streets. I thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah. Any quick thoughts on that? She's the worst.
1: Okay. She's consistently the most insufferable Democrat, and this is what happens when you hail from a state with a D-plus-90 advantage. You can say whatever the fuck you I want. I thought you were about to say something else, but let's keep it oh, right there. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Then— circle back? No no no, 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 We're good.
0: We're good. Uh, new Gallup survey finds black American views on the police do not fit the left's narrative. According to Gallup, most black Americans, 61%, want the police presence to remain the same in their localities. This is similar to the 67% of all U.S. adults preferring the status quo. Nearly – and then this is the interesting part. Nearly equal portions of black Americans say they would like the police to spend more time in the area as they say they'd like to spend less time in the area. So between more and stay the same, it's 81%. Yeah. So not the narrative you're people, seeing in play across. See, the yeah, media.
1: people have see, like, for example, the cities like Dallas, like the Dallas community policing model has been excellent.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's it, Twitter
1: is not real.
0: We'll talk <laughs> more about this next week, but the yeah. George Floyd body cam has come out. Um, Some brutal stuff, man. It's brutal. However. Yeah. yeah. However, I do feel that this could be the key to the acquittal, and oh. I think that. They overcharged. Yeah, they yeah. And the video does not show what to be what could be considered under the law as a clear intent. Yeah, it's horrible what happened. Yeah. Not excusing it. Yeah. Just saying from a legal
1: standpoint, yeah. I do think that they're setting up for disaster there. Yeah. Well, and, I I well I think even without the footage from the get go, the second degree murder upgrade was just absolutely I mean, right. no. No, right. no. Like, do you that's how you get these cops off. Right, right. You know, so... I agree, I agree. And then and then there's more rioting and, um, well, you know. Yep. You all know the rest, folks. Uh, liberal social media
0: censors continue to attack conservatives. We have uh, just yesterday, within the same spread of about an hour, Twitter removed a tweet from the Trump campaign and restricted the account from tweeting, where... It was because of a video of a, the president's interview on Fox News where he said, quote, children are almost immune to the effects of the Wuhan coronavirus. Then Facebook pulled down the same video, calling it misinformation. Hmm. Uh, what do you think
1: about the role that these two companies are going to play in this election? No doubt there is bias, mm-hmm. no doubt it needs to be addressed. Unfortunately, it can't be addressed because we have people who are quarterbacking our messaging that don't know dick about social media. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Will it have an impact? The thing is, I, I'm in the camp of there is bias, but I think people they 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 underplay the parts that that are serious, and they then they blow out a proportion of things that aren't so serious mm-hmm. with regards to the bias. I don't know how you feel about this. Yeah, but, it's tender. you know, and, and it kind of it kind of messes things up. I still think that – I mean. Information can't be contained. Yeah. It's going to be I, interesting. I, was, people did, still get their – will still get you know reached by the president on, on these platforms. It will be a little bit choppy but – Well, it will be interesting to see how much
0: they try yeah. to tip the scales. Yeah. Right? They haven't done much of that so Not far on yet. Facebook. Not They've done yet.
1: it on Twitter. Yeah. But will it get more intense? Yeah. To and, be determined. And that's a double-edged sword because, you know, let, let's say it does. OK. Remember I – mean, and you have made this case before – Yes, they're private companies on paper, but they're really public utilities now in terms of how people yeah. get their information. Mm-hmm. Subject to regulation. But do we want the people to be – who don't know anything about this to be drafting the fucking regulatory
2: Right, well, that's part this. of the and th-
1: And that goes for both parties. You know, it's a, it's a disaster. So, yep. Yep. you know, it's – it might make the case for that, actually, if it gets really, really we'll bad. We'll see right? what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see what
2: happens.
0: I just hope that we win re-election because then it's going to really be revenge tour. Oh, yes. The second term yes. is going to be the revenge oh, tour. Yes. So I'm looking forward to Flat that. Flat
1: taxes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll work with that. <laughs> right.
0: um, Mike Pence, our great vice president, said something about the chief justice yesterday that we've been saying for a very long yeah. time, that John Roberts is a great disappointment to conservatives. Yeah. Totally now, agree. in
1: triggered speak, he fucking blows. He fucking sucks, so, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, mean, Mike Pence is very diplomatic. But, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, Pence we, is we a nice guy, that. you know that. Yeah, we all know that. But, uh, I mean, um, the, the case where, you know, churches have to abide by the 50-person COVID limit. But oh, well, if, if, we could to a, about, if you want to
0: go to a strip club, you know, Vegas, you know. We could talk about, you know, 20 to 30 terrible rulings that, yeah, that he's had. that's true. Uh, that but it just underlines the uh, importance of getting that RBG seat. Oh, yes. And ensuring that we yeah. hold on to the Clarence Thomas seat, too, yeah. because that actually is yeah. important. I want that seat. <laughs> yeah. The, let's talk about coronavirus real quick. Two yeah, stories yeah. here. Yeah. According to a new poll, you have 42% of Americans say that they would get the coronavirus vaccine, which is extremely
1: low. That's not enough for her. Yeah. So what do you think about this anti vaxing stuff? I think it's absolutely re- – I think it's uh, – I'm trying not to, because I don't have kids, right? So, but here, here's my opinion. I, well, it's not so much about the kids. Yeah, it's, it's about, about
0: safety. If, no, 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 no. Well. It's, about, it's about older people. Oh, yeah, Those are a, the people that are yeah. really going to need to get the vaccine yeah. in this and, case, right? And, and
1: medical workers.
0: So I am right? interested, triggered listeners, yeah. if you want to send us an email, we'll keep you anonymous. Yeah. Tell us if you don't want to get the vaccine. Yeah. The reasons behind it. I am very curious yeah. on our listeners' uh, yeah. opinions of this, because... I do get the safety risk, so go ahead and email us triggered yeah, at townhall.com. We'll please talk do. more about this on Tuesday. Yeah. I found I just found that number very high. Yeah. That you know sixty percent say they are not willing to get the vaccine. Yeah. So I so, am pro vaccine. I'll just say that
1: I'm pro vaccine. A- across too. the board, I'm like, pro vaccine. However, kids.
0: I can see the angle of this new vaccine, which is being rushed through to production, having some issues. Yeah, uh,
1: agreed. You know agreed. you
0: don't want to. Uh, you know, you don't want to get the vaccine and then find yourself autistic the next yeah, day either. Or, so. you know, half-blind. Yeah.
1: Oh, don't say autistic. That's
0: <laughs> what? That's what happens. That's what happens. You get a little bit of the tizen, okay, and then it just
1: moves on. I would say going, like, you know, maybe partially paralyzed or half-blind or something like that. That would be a problem, <laughs> too. Some, some some people have – uh, that's been some adverse reactions to the I'd, flu vaccine. I'd rather get the coronavirus yeah.
0: than be partially blind the rest yeah. of my life. But, so yeah, yeah,
1: but, but you regain your function, though. Oh,
0: God. Although maybe then I could get a disabled parking pass which would be nice. Oh, I want one of um, those too. <laughs> you have I have a stutter. Los Angeles, which has been in the news for the past few days on uh, multiple things about the coronavirus, there was a massive mansion party that happened there over the la- over the weekend. Jesus. And there was a shooting there which I mean, they're using as some sort of odd excuse in this entire argument it has nothing to do with the coronavirus, but nonetheless happened. The mayor of Los Angeles, Eric Garcetti, who's a total piece of shit, announced that he gave city employees the authorization to shut down power and water to houses and businesses that are holding parties, a clear defiance of his stay-at-home order. The question is, is that legal? Yeah. I don't think it's legal. Well, I mean... And the cops refused to break up the party for two reasons. One, they said they don't want to be exposed to coronavirus, but two, they also said... Well, we don't have legal standing to do this. There's no warrant. We can't break down the door. It's a violation of the Fourth Amendment. And further, we get criticized for every little thing we do. So, no, we're good. Yeah, not good. Yeah. And he didn't like that. So
1: now he says... It's a party. There's no laws being broken. I mean, really, no... Well, you know what I mean. Well, it's a violation of the executive yeah, order. Yeah, which should, yeah. You kiss my sweet and sweet I don't think that he has the that. power to enforce that now in I homes. Know. But remember, so, this is California. Nonetheless. These, these are the Democrats. They're going to use COVID to, to justify any gross overreach of power, and then the courts will probably settle. Well, on. all of these many, politicians— Many, many, many eons afterwards. All of
0: these politicians are using this to grab more power. Yeah. The interesting thing is most of these party-goers were probably liberals, so yeah. clearly they don't give a shit about the virus. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily smart to be going to a massive party during this because the virus is still out there. Yeah. But people can do what they want to do. I just think that these kinds of authoritarian threats are just not ideal. Yeah. And- I mean, in New Jersey, King Murphy arrested the gym owners. Oh, yeah. Well, Totally now-
1: arrest- arrested them.
0: Now, in New York, they're setting up checkpoints at entries to the state with sheriffs to
1: pull people over with out-of-state plates. Cuomo's policy killed the elderly with the nursing home policy, and now he is turning the Empire State into, like, the Third Reich. So Mm -hmm. that's very nice. The checkpoints, great. Very great. And we've talked about it a lot, but something that hasn't been
0: talked about in the mainstream media is Governor Cuomo's and Phil Murphy and Wolf of Pennsylvania, and I forget the Rhode Island guy's name, who have put, who all put infected patients into nursing homes and are clearly responsible for the deaths of thousands of old people. Yes. Speaking of New York, this morning the New York Attorney General, clearly not worried about spiking crime and dropping arrests in her state, took aim at the NRA, filing a lawsuit to dissolve them. And I have one thing to say, which I'm sure you would agree with. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Not Indeed. happening. That's pure comedy. This is nothing more than a you know, like a Democrat-sanctioned direct attack I mean, on one of the nation's
1: oldest civil rights yeah. organizations. And the furthermore— hey, It's a First Amendment violation. You just can't shut down a civil rights organization like this because you disagree with them. Well, furthermore, <laughs>
0: it's just a, it's a direct attack on yeah. the Second Amendment. Oh, no, that's—yeah. Right? Uh, and I find it interesting because one of the more reasonable liberals that I follow on Twitter this morning was like, are we just trying to give reasons to the GOP base to get riled up? Yeah. Because this is one of them, right? Yeah. You don't need to be an NRA member to say this is just political persecution. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they did some things wrong in the leadership of the NRA, and I think it, it may very well, well be time for new yeah, blood. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The, you can't just do this, and this is on the same morning that it's it comes out that the NRA is planning to spend yep. tens of millions of dollars the, in the battlegrounds yep. to get President Trump and pro gun senators reelected. Yep. So there's no coincidences but in politics. Keep
1: throwing those tantrums, uh, liberals. Keep doing stuff like mm-hmm. this. I'm not going to stop you. Please, yep. this is your this is America. You can do it if you want to sue us. <laughs> yeah. Go and for it. <laughs>
0: so let's, let's do the Biden gaffe of the day here before we wrap up Sue the, the show. Sue the Republicans. Sue everybody. Oh, in under one minute, actually. Mm-hmm. This new Biden clip is packed with shocking gaffes, lies, and accusations. And uh, instead of breaking it down, let's just listen to the clip. Mr. Vice President, your opponent in this election, President Trump, has made your mental state a campaign topic. And when asked in June if you'd been tested um, – for cognitive decline, you've responded that you're constantly tested,
2: in in, F, in effect, because you're in situations like this on the campaign trail. But please clarify, specifically, have you taken a cognitive no, test? No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not? What do you think, huh? Are, are you a junkie? What person? do you say to President <laughs> Trump who
0: brags about his test and makes your mental state an issue for voters.
2: Well, if he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Did you watch that? Look, come on, man. I, I, I know you're trying to goad me, but I mean, I'm so forward looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president in debates. There to be plenty of time. And by the way, as I joke with them, you know, it, I, I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't. I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway, I am uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical, mental, fi- my physical as well as my mental fi- fitness, and uh, to uh, you know to make a judgment about who I am. So
0: you have uh, Errol Barnett, who is a CBS reporter uh, of the National Association of Black Journalists. Asks Joe Biden if he had been tested for mental decline, and then he freaks out and says, "Are s basically asks if Barnett is a junkie."
1: Now, yeah. if President Trump had done this, yeah. we all know oh, what w- would have been the story. Oh, this would have been you know, oh Trump's racist bones exposed again. Yep, it, you know does you know it's like this that and the other, and then you know, this would be a news story for weeks and weeks, but. You know, mm-hmm. Biden's a Democrat, so he gets covered. But And then at the
0: end, Biden tries to recover yeah. off of this because I think he maybe then realized afterwards, oh, shit, yeah. I should have said that. Yeah. Which actually notices his go-to tick. Yeah. When he can't come up with something to say, he says, oh, no, 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 I shouldn't say it. Yeah. Watch it because yeah. there's been hundreds of times that he's done this already yeah. and it's only going to get worse. But at the end, he says – Oh, I'll let the American public uh, judge my physical and mental fitness, which he flubbed saying about six times.
1: Oh my God! Yep. So. It almost reminds. Remember we talked about the violence against women actor in the debates, and he used the term the verb punching.
2: We gotta keep yes. punching. We gotta punch- keep punching
1: and, and punching. punching and punching. Oh my God! <laughs> I think I think
0: we will get to a point where he says something totally. In, like you said, a ballistic missile. Yeah, something totally. I mean, he insane. already
1: said that George Floyd has had more of an impact than Martin Luther King's assassination. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, thinking, oh, my Lord. I'm
0: thinking he slips up and uses uh, a word that he's not supposed to. Oh, like color. from the oh, no, no, no. Oh the, other word oh, the other word from the old days. Oh, because his oh. mind is slipping back oh, in age. Boy. You know, remember he said, "I'm running for senator." That was 1986. And all those years, right? Yeah. That's what happens in these uh, dementia patients is they think they're back in time. And they think they're in a certain time period, which is a long, long time ago. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, if you don't want a dementia-ridden uh, old Democrat running the country, it might be a good time to sign up for the Trump campaign. And the Trump campaign has a special offer just for you. President Trump really wants to give you a sign 2020 Make America Great Again hat. He wants to make sure that the lucky winner is one of his top supporters. So be sure to enter soon because this is an opportunity you don't wanna miss. This offer is only going to a select group of supporters and you are one of them. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 today for your chance to win a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat and own a piece of history. Again, that's TRIGGERED, T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D, to 88022 to enter to win this contest and join President Trump in the fight to keep America great for four more years. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. Uh, wanted to give a shout-out to our friend uh, Ben over in New Zealand who brought an interesting uh, idea to us uh, about the UN, and we're going uh, to look into that uh, next week. But shout-out to him and MAGA 2020, he says, and we yeah. can't agree more. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the support over there. And we have a couple of new reviews here from our friend uh, John. Very easy to listen to, great content. Uh, we love you, John. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, we-, we wish we could release the Uncensored version in full to the public as well, but we can at the moment. Uh, of course, if you want the Uncensored version, you could become a Town Hall VIP member, and that is something that is one of our member perks. Uh, if you use the code LOYALTY, you can get 25% off the VIP package. But thanks so much for listening. Yeah. And to some uh, random user 4777, uh, they say (laughs) it's an interesting podcast and we talk about the news you will not hear in the mainstream media, and that is exactly what we try to do. So thank you all for all of the support. Uh, We will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered, and it's sure to be an exciting political weekend coming up. We're leading into the VP announcement for Joe Biden. Which uh, leading into
1: the the announcement, who's going to be the the real president of the United States if they were to win? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So we'll leave it on that note. Thank you guys for tuning in, and
0: we'll see you next week. Have a good weekend.